0: Well, Christmas break has come and gone and it's time for school to kick back in. Your kids are going off to school. So let's talk today about education and let's talk about the relationship between the government and your family and how we think biblically about this subject. Homeschooling has been a resounding success over the last few decades. I think because the homeschool model, which was once stigmatized and even banned in some states, uh, is now practiced nationwide, and by and large done pretty well by families that have chosen that strategy. It's only getting more popular as the pandemic becomes uh, just a memory in our past Since 2019, the number of U.S. homeschoolers has jumped from two and a half million to over three million, and the numbers are holding steady, which seems to imply that this was not just a pandemic response, but this is a trend that may be a long-term reality in America. Parents have a whole host of reasons for choosing homeschooling, the quality of education for their family, uh, flexibility for the family schedule, their ability to choose curriculum and to transmit uh, a particular set of values to their children. But whatever the reasons that they have as motivation, it comes down to parents taking greater ownership of the responsibility for their children's education. And I think that is a great piece of news. The problem is the culture at large doesn't think that's a good thing. The week before Christmas, on HBO, there is a show called Last Week Tonight, which is hosted by comedian John Oliver. Now I use the word comedian loosely because I've never found him very funny. but in his in his show, uh, he often speaks about current events and the night before the week before Christmas, he gave a 25 minute monologue, that he styled as a well-researched report on the state of homeschooling in America. In his so-called report, he quickly dismissed the idea that public schools are teaching anything inappropriate, and he suggested that any parents who object to anything that's being taught about sex or gender in schools today should simply be dismissed as radical right-wingers. What's interesting was he refused to acknowledge that there are parents from multiple faiths, not just Christians, who have been coming out in droves against what they've discovered to be graphic materials and even pornographic books that are being found in school libraries all across America. Some of the books are so graphic that when parents have tried to read from those books out loud at public school board meetings, their microphones have been cut off because to read those books in public uh, crosses the line and is illegal. And yet books that the school boards won't allow to be read out loud in a meeting are being checked in and out of school libraries. This kind of action is part of what's driving families uh, to, to approach the option of homeschooling, many of them for the very first time. Others are making the sacrifices necessary to begin to explore uh, private Christian education as another option. The state of Oklahoma is uh, providing uh, some new tax incentives that will allow families to look into private education in a way that is a game changer from years past. It will open that opportunity for families that have never been able to consider those options before. I think that's a good thing. John Oliver's report would never have, w- never allowed for the possibility Uh, for his audience to actually get a grasp of what homeschooling looks like in our generation. For example, he never mentioned uh, any information that shows that homeschoolers tend to outscore public school students on standardized tests, not by a little bit, but by anywhere from 15 to 25 percentile points. Homeschool students tend to have higher college uh, grade point averages, They tend to have equal college graduation rates to public school graduates, and they're generally, according to one major study, healthier, happier, and more virtuous. Instead, Oliver left his viewers with the impression that homeschoolers are woefully undereducated, underprepared for real life, and in his words, uniquely susceptible to child abuse. He goes on to boil down his conclusion by arguing that parents do not have the right to educate their children. In fact, he suggested that parents should have to earn the right to homeschool since, quote, having a child does not automatically make you virtuous. Well, how do we think about this biblically? The first question that we need to have of John Oliver is, all right, who should determine a parent's virtue in order for them to be allowed to have control over their own family choices regarding education. Well, if the government is the one to decide that, let's look at the relationship of government to families right now. In the state of Oregon, parents are already discriminated against if they happen to object to LGBTQ orthodoxy. So who's to decide the virtuous parents? In the state of Vermont, Vermont, in order to force the inclusion of boys into girls' sports, Vermont's school sports league has decided to exclude Mid-Vermont Christian School from all of its competitions. It's actually kicking a Christian school out of athletic competition until they change their policies to allow boys to compete in girls' sports. Alongside athletics, the Vermont Education Agency has denied that same school, Mid-Vermont Christian School, they've denied their eligibility for state scholarship programs for rural students because this school refuses to include LGBTQ persons as teachers on their faculty. Well, if Vermont and Oregon are not enough, we know that in the state of Indiana... There is a family that has had their child removed from the home by the state because the parents refused to speak about their child with cross-gender language and refused to pursue uh, gender reassignment medical procedures for their teenager. The state determined that they were unfit parents. This is Indiana. This is a Midwestern state. This is not one of the crazy coastal Uh, areas of our country, Indiana. They removed this child from the home and then refused to allow the parents to talk to the child about any of these issues. And even when they dismissed all charges after investigation, even after they dismissed all charges of misconduct or abuse against the parents, they refused to release the child back into the home And the teenager actually aged out of the state foster care system, turned 18, and was released uh, on his own without ever letting him go back to his family, even though the family had been cleared of all wrongdoing. Well, Oregon, Vermont, Indiana, in California, we now find that that state allows a juvenile court to take temporary custody of any child without a finding of parental neglect or abuse if the child has been unable to obtain what they call gender-affirming mental health care. In other words, you don't have to be guilty of neglect. You don't have to be guilty of abuse. You simply have to be guilty of not abiding by the government's standard for transgender policy, and your child can be removed from the home. In the state of Washington, they recently passed a law that allows the state to legally hide runaway children from their parents if the parents do not consent to gender uh, reassignment medical procedures. This is not just just the nuclear family. Um, the, The Attorney General of Alabama has joined with 18 other attorneys general in other states to sue the Biden administration's uh, Department of Health and Human Services because of a proposed new program that will outlaw uh, families being allowed to foster children if they don't subscribe to a fully uh, approved LGBTQ uh, gender transformation agenda. The problem with that is they at the at at the risk of advancing their ideology, they are guaranteeing that there will be tens of thousands, possibly hundreds of thousands of children that will have nowhere to go because statistics show us that it's through Catholic uh, adoption services and through uh, primarily Christian organizations that the vast majority of foster parents come from. Christians are overwhelmingly represented as foster families in this country. And if they are all removed at once, the foster care system will collapse under the absence of acceptable families. But we have a government that has decided that what you think about uh, transsexual and, and LGBTQ issues is more important than actually putting children into a home that need a family. Well, hopefully uh, the news isn't bad everywhere. In Missouri, uh a court recently ruled in favor of the family when they argue when they uh agreed that a Christian school could not be uh cut out of a state program that uh that provided funds for. Uh, safety improvements in playground surfaces at, at schools. Uh, originally, a Christian school was excluded from that. The government said there's no compelling reason uh, for them to be kept out, and so they ruled against the, the Missouri state government. In Montana, a court recently said that the state of Montana could not discriminate against religious schools in its tax credit scholarship program simply because they were religious. In a case called Carson, a court told the state of Maine that it could not discriminate against religious schools if scholarship funds went into a general pot to operate the school, and some of those uses were general funds and not just faith-based services. In other words, uh, there are court cases on the horizon fighting back against this kind of government overreach into your family where the government is dictating what you can and cannot be as a parent to your own children. The reality facing parents today is that in many public school systems, they are not only actively teaching and enforcing values at odds with the beliefs of the families, but some schools have opened up bathrooms to the opposite sex. Others have refused to let parents opt their kids out of classes in which radical gender ideology is taught Some have even encouraged students to secretly transition from one gender to another uh, without uh, communicating any of that to the parents. The basic truth here is that God has given parents, not government, the duty to direct their children's upbringing, and that includes their education. As a result, any law that interferes with this obligation conflicts with God's design and will ultimately undermine this culture and the flourishing of the humans that make up this country. Parents can choose public schools, they can choose private schools, or they can homeschool. My encouragement is whatever the choices that you make, you need to be engaged in the process. You need to know What's being taught to your children? You need to be, you need to own responsibility for raising your children and educating them in whatever venue that you use. Not every public school system in America is equally troubled, but you need to know about your public school system. You need to know about the private school that you're considering and, and and even homeschool curriculum. You need to be serious about recognizing those things. It is the decision of families to make these choices, and government has no legitimate interest in overriding that choice. It's interesting, progressives scream bloody murder about choice when it comes to killing children, but they're against choice when it comes to raising children. What does the Bible tell us? Well, real quickly, it says this. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, Beginning in verse 4, it says, Hear, Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. Verse 7, And you shall repeat them diligently to your sons and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. We can go to the New Testament and we could look at Ephesians chapter 6 where it says this, verse 4, Fathers... Do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. In other words, mom and dad, you will answer to the Lord for the way you raise your children. That means you're responsible for their education. Education is not something that can be delegated. It can't be handed off. You have to do it. If you raise your children to go to public schools, you need to be involved. You need to be engaged. You need to know what they're being taught. You need to debrief your children so that your value system is not being contradicted by what they learn at school. There are public schools out there where you can be engaged and involved and you can manage that. But there are some that you should abandon post-haste. Private school is an option, but even there, you've got to be engaged, you've got to be involved. Homeschool is the most hands-on type of education, but whatever you choose, you cannot spin off the responsibility for raising your children in the instruction and and the, the direction that God has handed you to pass on to them. You see, it comes down to this. We often hear people say, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and Jesus said, give to God the things that are God's. We often leave that in the realm of money. We say, give to the to the government the taxes that we owe, but give to God the things that, that belong to him. But I'm telling you that verse is so much broader than, than material resources. It has to do with our families, particularly our children. And we do not give over the direction and training of our children to the government because that does not rightly belong to Caesar. That belongs to God. And he has made you the steward responsible for those young lives. Maybe your grandparents, you still have a a role to play, an influence to exert. Maybe your aunt or uncle, whatever your role, you help strengthen the nuclear family you communicate biblical values you supervise education because we are not just producing uh, workers who go into the workforce as christians we're producing warriors who will face leadership in the kingdom of god in the next generation know your public school system consider christian schooling options and if those are best for you Even examine homeschooling to the point of interviewing families that do that. Find what you can do that best produces the kind of child that you've been charged by God to raise up. That's our biblical uh, understanding of this topic. And the bottom line is, outside of physical safety, when there is actual abuse or neglect that is physically damaging to children. Beyond that, the government should essentially stay out of our homes. Find your way to the Word of God and rediscover what a godly family looks like and what your job is within that family. And then go make the world a different place because of the children that you raised and sent out to be leaders in their generation. This is Truth Currents. (laughs) you <laughs>